Hello and welcome to another episode of Vancouver Know Your Neighbor. I am your host Pranav Tambornikar. Today I have with me Kathleen Cross. She is a cartoonist based in Vancouver. She is also the president of Cloudscape, which is a wonderful community space for comic artists in Vancouver. We talked about her work, what graphic novels mean to her and her message to just do it for people who are looking to enter this field. So just lay back and listen in. Hi Kathleen, thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. It's a pleasure having you here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You are a cartoonist based in Vancouver. You've always considered yourself an artist. Had art specific education right from elementary school to your bachelor of fine arts in illustration. What made you choose comics or graphic novels among other art forms or did comics choose you to put it in a philosophical way? Yeah, you kind of got it. Um for me comics are just like my most inherent and innate form of communication. For whatever reason it just feels like a really natural way for me to express myself. So, you know, as a kid that was always sort of what I gravitated towards and then I just kept making them and kept making them and kept making them and eventually someone was like, "Maybe we'll pay you to make them now." <laughs> yeah. That's nice. It's nice that someone said that you will pay you to make more. So that's good. Yeah. So did you grow up reading more comics compared to regular novels? No, not really. Um I mean uh i'm like in my late 20s so sort of comics have like really come sort of to be an even bigger industry sort of like as i've grown up uh, but yeah as a kid i was a ferocious ferocious reader anyways read a lot like read so much basically every book i could get my hand on you know we'd go to the library every week uh with my with my parents and then come back with a giant stack of books that then i'd read all my way through and you know that was just i loved to read um and there weren't a ton of comics available at the time especially not at the library like i remember being in sort of middle school age and going to the library and there was one shelf it was just like maybe maybe 15 books on the shelf and then you know now there's like whole sections for graphic novels at the library which is really fantastic so i, I read every comic i could get my hands on but uh, definitely not as much as like prose books and novels that i read and did you have a favorite comic back then or do you have one right now this is a difficult question to answer because i love so many comics uh we were recording i've got bookshelves behind me and you can see it's like mostly <laughs> comics back there um but comics that really influenced me when i was younger like just getting into it i mean uh i'll say i don't know how much this series hold up holds up now cuz i haven't really read it as an adult but as a teenager i loved the blue monday series from oni press by china clexton major or china clexton uh she's china clexton flores now i think but it's just about teenagers making bad decisions and sort of like weird hijinks and stuff but that was that was one of the comics that really made me be like oh i want to make comics Box Office Poison by Alex Robinson was one that I read when I was younger and and really sort of lit that fire in me to be like oh I should make more comics but I was also really influenced by like web comics and and comics that were online but um these days I'm trying to think what I've read recently I just read um Snap Snapdragon by um I think her name their name is a uh, Cat Lay um and that was phenomenal that that was a comic where I read it and I was like oh I need to work harder this is so good this is like inspiring um and sort of like aspirational or it's like it made me think so much about storytelling and and stuff like that. So that's a comic I've read recently that I really enjoyed. Yeah. But yeah, still try to read a lot of different comics. Whenever I go to the library, I'm always flipping through to see what's new. That's nice. That's nice. Lunar Melodies is the biggest project that you've done so far. 
can you tell us a little bit about it how did it start the idea behind it and maybe take us through the process of creating that so lunar melodies um for people who don't know which is most people because i don't think anyone has really read the comic um other than like my parents which is cool i mean it's online so i'm sure people read it um, and i never look at site analytics but i'm always surprised when someone says they've read it but it's this web comic that i did and a web comic for anyone who doesn't know um is just a comic that you're posting online um so it is 460 something pages long and i worked on it over the course of about five years maybe a little bit more um and it was just this idea that that I had um, back when I was in school where I was like, oh, I kind of like have this idea for a story, but I don't really know what to do with it yet. So I put it on the shelf for a couple of years and then started just writing the script for fun. And at the time I hadn't really done any longer form comics. Like I was mostly doing like short, like maybe maximum 20 page comics, um, nothing really like graphic novel length, but I really wanted to learn how to do something graphic novel length. And um, the thing with comics is like the only way to learn how to do them is to just do them. So I just made myself a project where I was like, oh, I'm going to make something that's like graphic novel length. So I wrote this script and I thought at the time I was like, oh, it'll probably be like 200 pages. And then like, as I kept working on it, I was like, oh, I hit 200 pages of like art. Okay. There's still a lot more script left Um, because I didn't. Now I break all my scripts down into pages, but at the time I was just sort of writing what I thought was going to happen in the comic and didn't break it down into pages. So yeah, I got to like page 200 and I was like, oh, there's still more left in the script. Maybe, maybe it'll be 300 pages. And I got to page 300 and I was like, okay, I still got some script left. Uh, Maybe it'll be 350 pages and then it ended up being like 460 something so yeah it was just like this personal project that I'd created for myself because yeah like I said the only way to learn how to make comics is to do them and I've always wanted to be a cartoonist like always um like my dream was to be publishing graphic novels and I like knew that I wanted to get an agent but I didn't really know how to do that um so I figured in the meantime I would just make a bunch of comics because it's hard to get somebody to like want to see you make a like big comic if you haven't really done anything like that before I don't know web comics for me are like mm. a little bit strategic to show people that I can like hit deadlines and like create my own projects so yeah that's kind of where it came from is I just really wanted to make something for me but also to show people that I could like do this thing that I wanted to do um concept wise it's, it's about these sort of two best friends in a small town who um they're trying to get through senior year of high school and sort of deal with all the insecurities and indecisions that come with like being in grade 12 which is very like you know you feel like you have to make all these really heavy decisions about like who am I going to be for the rest of my life like am I going to get into college like is anything I'm doing even mattering so they're sort of like struggling with those questions and then also um, like uh, bodies keep showing up in the woods around town so there's these like mysterious disappearances and murders um, and they think that something maybe supernatural is going on but they're not sure and they have to sort of like figure out what's going on so it's kind of like a murder mystery in, in that sense as well. What is comic or graphic novels mean to you as a medium? I think comics and graphic novels are such an amazing medium. I think it's kind of a unique form of literacy in some ways and a unique form of expression because you're sort of taking images and words and like finding ways to give more meaning to both of them when they come together. So yeah, I think that's what's really amazing about it. And I think what's really cool about comics too is that like literally anyone can make them. Like there's not the same barrier of entry, I think, as to some other mediums in some ways. Like you don't have to draw quote unquote well to make a good comic. 
you know, one of the most successful web comics of all time is XKCD, and that is Randall Monroe just draws stick figures. You know, like <laughs> it, it's the simplest art, but it still works really well and is really popular. So I think I think that's one of the amazing things about comics is like you don't have to be the most technically skilled artist. And like I'm not the te- most technically skilled artist, but if you can tell a good story and if you're like speaking from the heart and being earnest, like that's going to come through in your work and people are going to be like really attracted to that and find it exciting. Um, so that's that's another thing that I think is really cool about comics. It's like anyone can make it. You don't have to be, you know, the most technically trained artist to be the most like expressive or communicative or earnest. I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> How does it make you feel when you create them? Yeah. I mean, it's a good feeling. They're hard. It's hard to make comics, but it's also really rewarding. You know, certain parts of the process I don't enjoy as much, but it's good to get through them to get to the parts that I do really enjoy. And um, yeah, in some ways it can be kind of meditative and I feel like I'm always discovering something new as I'm working on them. Cool. Your recent graphic novel show and adaptation of Little Woman that was published in 2020 how did that come about it's kind of funny how like i got to work on joe like years and years ago when i was like a teenager i had this idea where i was like oh it'd be really cool to do like a modern day adaptation in comics form but like i didn't know how to do that so i just like shelved it in the back of my mind and was like guess i'll never do that it's fine and then back in like 2017 i want to say um one of my uh friends kayla miller who's a phenomenal cartoonist like everyone should check out her book um like uh, the click series uh, it's really really good but she just like tweeted out she was like oh does anyone i know like little women and i was like oh i love little women it's my favorite book and she dm'd me and was like okay my agent like wants to pitch a modern day adaptation of little women but i don't want to do like she had no interest in doing it um she was like oh can i put your name forward and i was like oh yeah absolutely and then like immediately forgot that we had that conversation and was like oh it won't work out and then a couple weeks later i got an email from her agent who was like oh uh, we'd really like to work with you on this pitch um like can we talk more so i had like phone call with her agent who then became my agent wound up signing with that agency and then me and my agent elizabeth who i adore she's phenomenal uh we worked together to create this this little women pitch it was very like the planets aligned where it was like oh this is something that i would actually be really interested in working on um and just happened to find the right person to do that with so we wound up finding a home with harper collins and yeah then it was just basically just like worked on that book for two years uh and then it came out so yeah i'm really really proud of it um hope people <laughs> read it and enjoy it you know yeah and also since you love the original novel did you have any pressure while creating this adaptation oh yeah totally i mean i'm a very anxious person um so i definitely had my sleepless nights where i was like i am going to be eviscerated people are gonna hate the choices i made like i know it's a super beloved work and like adapting things is really hard um i mean i like the choices that i made but definitely i made choices that were like interesting and unique to me and maybe wouldn't be as interesting to some other people um i know there there's certain opinions among little women fans that i like don't agree with um and you know i'm sure vice versa so i definitely had a couple sleepless nights where i was like i am going to be eviscerated people are going to hate this book uh which is just the anxiety talking like that's not that's not real life for the most part it's been really really well received uh, received and and folks have said they've enjoyed it which was nice both both um people who have read little women and people ha- who haven't read little women because one of my goals with the book was like definitely i wanted it to be a standalone piece or if you've never read little women it's still an enjoyable thing for you to read and maybe will inspire you 
to read the original original novel. Yeah, and just going back to what you said, like you would have definitely people who love the novel kind of might not like. I mean, that's that, I think that's just a process of an art. Like some people like some parts of it, some people don't like it. Oh, and, totally. Yes, yes. And, you know, even if somebody doesn't like something I've made, it's like you know that's totally fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I try not to take it yeah. personally at all because I'm sure you know there's plenty of things I don't enjoy where I'm like, oh, I would have done that differently. You know, so it, it's it, overall people have really seem to really enjoy the book, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. So, do you want to? create any other graphic adaptation of novels that you like? Yeah, I'm actually working on one right now because I have uh, two more books coming out from HarperCollins. So the one that I'm working on right now is an adaptation of Anne of Green Gables. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to be really fun, I think. Yeah. And then the other book I have with HarperCollins is going to be an original work. So got a couple couple projects sort of percolating right now. That's awesome. You were born in Toronto. So when did you move to Vancouver and what made you move all the way here? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Toronto. Um, I finished high school in Toronto and then I kind of knew that I didn't want to stay in Ontario. Like I I really like Ontario. I love Toronto. Um, It has such a special place in my heart, obviously, because I grew up there. But I just wanted to experience something different. You know, I kind of felt like, oh, I've lived like 17 years in one city. Like I should just try something else and like push myself out of my comfort zone. Um, So I applied to a bunch of out of province universities and got into got into Emily Carr in Vancouver and I think I'd also applied somewhere in Alberta and somewhere in Nova Scotia and my deciding factor was I was like oh I don't want to wear a winter jacket anymore because <laughs> the winters are really cold in Toronto so I was like I don't want to wear a winter jacket anymore in Alberta and Nova Scotia get really cold in the winter so I'm gonna move to Vancouver um, so yeah I moved here and I have been living here for almost 10 years at this point this year will be my 10 year anniversary in the city which is a little bit wild. I ask this question to almost all my guests. What inspires you? I mean, I think just sort of my own experiences and the process of being alive inspires me. You know, I don't know. I'm always trying to like speak from the heart, I guess, in everything that I do and just be sort of like honest and straightforward um, and find ways to express myself. And hopefully other people sort of can find a connection in that. Yeah, I mean, for me, comics are such a just like a way of processing the world, almost like if there's something I'm really like thinking about, like making a comic about it sort of helps me figure out like how I'm feeling um, and, and sometimes get like closure from from something. But then I mean, the other sort of like silly things that inspire me are like, I love clothing and style and fashion so I'm like always thinking about that and you know I try to read more these days I kind of stopped reading when I was in university and I've been trying to pick that back up again but just like reading a variety of different things that other people are making like you know I read comics but then I'm also trying to read like nonfiction books on things that interest me and you know poetry and stuff as well just trying to like cast a wide net of like the things that I'm consuming to try and push myself in less of a narrow mindset with the work that I create. But yeah, I'm inspired by a lot, I guess. Nice, nice. You're also currently the secretary of Cloudscape. What is Cloudscape and how did an idea to create something like that come? Yeah, so I'm actually, uh, I haven't updated my website with this yet, but I am now the president of Cloudscape, um, just got elected. Uh, but Cloudscape is, uh, we're a Vancouver-based charity and sort of like a community space, um, essentially, uh, with the focus of creating and promoting comics within British Columbia um, and supporting British Columbian artists. You know, right now what Cloudscape is, is, is we have um, a field house, uh, which is through the Parks Board, this program 
program with the Parks Board where they've given us this uh, studio space to um, sort of contain our organization. So um, our organization kind of has a couple different parts. So we've got sort of the community part, which is like every Wednesday we have open meetings for where anyone who wants can come and draw. Um, you know, as long as you're interested in comics, like you are totally welcome. Maybe you've never drawn a comic before um, and you just want to learn a little bit more. Like you're just welcome to come by and sort of like hang out and chat with people. Um, it's really, really relaxed now because of the pandemic. Obviously, we do that virtually, um, but we used to do that in person. And then the other side of Cloudscape is the publishing side. So Cloudscape publishes around three books every year um, of British Columbian artists. Um, so I'm super excited about our lineup for 2021. Um, we're pa- publishing Fungal Matters on Instagram, who's just like a phenomenal artist. We're publishing a book by them. Um, we are publishing an anthology about mental health, and we're publishing an anthology about um, it's middle grade horror. So it's like horror comics for kids, which I think is going to be really cool. But Cloudscape started like over 10 years ago. Our current executive director is one of the founders. um, So Jeff Ellis, uh, he and a bunch of other sort of cartoonists in Vancouver were like, we don't really know that many cartoonists. Like, let's get together and like draw together on Wednesday nights. And then that turned into like, oh, hey, we should like publish a book together. And then that turned into every year they'd be like, oh, we should publish an anthology on a different theme of Vancouver and like British Columbia based artists. So like, um, as long as you're based in BC, like you can pitch to this anthology. And then that became, you know, it sort of grew and grew. And then we got the Fieldhouse space and uh, Cloudscape decided to start publishing um, independent solo artists as well as anthologies. Um, And yeah, now we're at like a couple books a year and stuff. So yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome. I don't really read comics or graphic novels as such, but I'm actually looking forward to uh, the anthology about mental health that's mm-hmm. going to come up because that's something uh, that I'm interested in in general about mental health. Yeah, so it's going to be really- amazing. I've seen some of the art behind the scenes. It's in progress right now. And like, there's so many phenomenal artists and writers involved. So I think it's going to be really, really good. Would you like to give any message to the listeners who are thinking about becoming a comic artist? Yeah, just do it. Just go for it. Don't wait until you think you're ready. If you have an idea, just like have fun with it. Don't put any pressure on yourself. Just do it. Because um, if you if you go, I have to wait until I'm better, you'll never start. So every every project, you'll learn something. But yeah, just dive in. The best That's way to great... learn is by doing. Yeah, definitely. That's a great advice. It, I think irrespective of what it is that one wants to do it's just like just starting it and not just thinking more about it just once you are into it you just get going is what i think yeah That's exactly true. thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast it was wonderful having you here and i love talking to you and got a little bit of insight into comic world maybe i will start reading one soon thank you Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we'll see you sometime in the uh, South Memorial Park (laughs) when the pandemic is over. Yes, definitely. Thank you for tuning in. Like Kathleen said, just go for it. No matter what it is that you want to do, give it a good thought and then let yourself go with it.